Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to episode 289 of the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Today's episode might give you guys a little bit of FOMO um, as we're going to be recapping and talking about our recent women's wellness retreat. Um, So we'll give you a full rundown of the weekend's events from the food to the movement to the lecture content and all of the other little activities we had thrown in there. Um, And we'll add in some Q&A with some great questions that women asked that weekend. Yes. In fact, next week's episode will include a first ever live recording that we did during the Women's Wellness Retreat. And so you'll hear members of the retreat coming up to the microphones and sharing their best memories or experience as well as their questions. They're kind of fun to just hear different voices and listeners of the podcast back from forever, five plus years of listening, being able to hear themselves. So stay tuned for that next week. And this is the overspill of the questions that didn't make it on to that live Q&A and a lot of great content. We're going to be covering anything from our best beauty products to what is some of the other kind of Q&A grab bag stuff we're covering today. Um, We're talking about menopause and the relationship with inflammation, supplementation for teenagers and kind of where to start them on their journey and so much more. Yes. So Let's get rocking. Any updates that we have going on here? We're rounding out the month of April and we've had a blast doing our first ever live Beat the Bloat program. So although you can't catch this round at this juncture, you can definitely stay tuned that we will be putting it up as an archive program in May. So stay tuned for that in the next couple weeks that'll be coming available for you. And also as we're entering into May in the coming week, Definitely take advantage of our Beat the Heat promo. This is our offering to all supplement purchasers for getting savings on our heat-sensitive products, which are all of the probiotics in the Naturally Nourished line. When you buy two bottles at full price, you will get a third bottle for 50% off for the entire month of May when you use the code BEATTHEHEAT. So this is a great time to purchase, especially those immune-supportive probiotics that you want all the way through the fall, like the Rebuild Spectrum Probiotic or the Targeted Strength Probiotic, the pricier of the two in our line. Um, The Targeted Strength and Rebuild will be ones that you'd want to buy multiple quantities of and then maybe save for another follow-up order, your Restore Baseline or your GI Cleanup or your Women's Flora. I know we've seen such great outcomes of the Women's Flora now that we've shared the entire podcast episode on vaginal microbiome balance. And I was just yesterday in the Blanco River and so last night I absolutely did yep. a vaginal insert because my friend showed me she's like see that like limestone that you're sitting on 
well, those little black dots aren't just algae. They're actually little worms. And I was like, oh, okay. Boy. I, like, I don't want one of those setting up camp in my hoo-ha. I think I would stand um, up immediately. So, yeah. I did, you know. Um, so yes, uh, definitely check out that episode if you missed it. But take advantage in the month of May, the Beat the Heat promo. Purchase two bottles of probiotic at full price, and you'll get the third bottle of that probiotic at 50% off. So great thing to, to take advantage of the savings. And again, just to call out, we have tested our probiotics for stability and potency all the way up to temperatures in the 120s. And they were able to maintain the stated label colony forming units or amount of billion cultures stated on the label even at that high extraneous temperature. So we are confident that this is not concerning even shipping on FedEx, UPS, USPS, trucks or freight. Um, but we just know that it makes users uncomfortable when they get a probiotic in their hands and it's warm to touch. Um, so we wanted to offer the savings so that if you don't want to deal with that anxiety or stress response, if your probiotics are getting warmer in the months of May, June, July, August shipping, that this is the time in May to capitalize, order at least three to six months worth. So you can go over that kind of broad uh, branch, if you will, of the hot months of shipping and then no issues and you get to save some money. Yes. So take advantage of that, especially on the more expensive probiotics like Rebuild Spectrum and Targeted Strength. Um, because, you know, like any kind of BOGO type offer, um, the discount will apply to the lowest dollar value in your cart. Yes. Um, so we want you to make sure you get the the maximum amount of savings and you can use the code as many times as you like um, throughout the month of May. And then you will still get free shipping if the order's over $175. So again, if you're doing maybe a couple of different strategic orders to take advantage of that, Becky and I always like capitalizing on a good deal. So we know all the tricks and trades. (laughs) All right. Let's just have a quick word from our sponsor for this episode and also one of our amazing event sponsors for the Women's Wellness Retreat, Fond Bone Broth. Yes. Y'all know that we are such fans of Fond Bone Broth and now you guys were exposed to their CEO and founder recently on the Naturally Nourished podcast. Uh, Just a couple weeks back, we did an episode with Elisa who shared her story of going with her gut and really the importance of the integrity as she scaled and grew this beautiful bone broth company to make sure that it is still really high quality, well-sourced, and really thoughtful. So that's really what we love about Fond Bone Broth is that not only are the flavor profiles phenomenal and they serve as like a sous chef in your kitchen, really elevating the flavor profile of braised greens or anything that you're simmering or deglazing in a pan to make a quick pan sauce. They really elevate the flavors of your dish, but they also have a strategic synergy of food as medicine, this functional approach to ensure that the ingredients selected are synergistic, meaning that they're coming together to have a food as medicine in influence on your body. So I am in love right now as we're in the hot months already in the with the no polito broth. I've been doing a lot of that. Um, this is habanero peppers and cilantro and cactus. Um, I also am a big fan of spring clean, which is the radish and lemon blend, but all of their flavor profiles are really phenomenal. And as far as quality, from literally using artisanal well water that is tested for excellence with minerals to the production done in metal um, instead of plastic, and then the 
glass jars that they actually bottle in. Everything is absolutely thoughtful and lovingly tendered from simmer to seal and at the lowest considered toxicity. So we're big fans of Fond. We really believe in their mission and we really enjoy their product and we hope that y'all will check them out as well. Um, check out fondboneBroth.com slash AllieMillerRD and you can use the code AllieMillerRD at checkout. That lets them know that you learned about them through the Naturally Nourished podcast and you will save on that order. So go on over to fondboneBroth.com slash AllieMillerRD. You'll see my picture and a testimonial on my favorite things about Fond Bone Broth and then that special offering for you. All right, and we'll share more about how they contributed in a moment. Um, let's just cover our favorite moments or, or best memories, I guess, um, from the Women's Wellness Retreat to kick things off. Yeah, so I think that mine, really the word connection is so strong, uh, both connecting with listeners of the Naturally Nourished podcast and meeting some followers of the brand for the first time ever in 3D and hugging and um, you know learning about their story and how they came to find out about either the anti-anxiety diet or the Naturally Nourished podcast or through following me on Instagram, hearing their stories of finding strength through the bad season or during times of questioning narrative and having the ability to have a, a voice that resonated with them during this process. That was really cool to hear because for so long, you know, it felt like just a one-sided output of information and not always getting that feedback from listeners. So that was really cool. Reconnecting with women that I had connected with years prior to. So especially all of our amazing volunteers. Yes. I mean, connecting on a deep level of course with all these ladies who busted their tails for us um, and so you know I'm thinking big picture our, our official volunteers we had Lindy who she was featured on the podcast um, we can link her episode for sure and um, she's a naturally nourished ambassador we had my friend Chelsea who is also a naturally nourished ambassador and she was like mama kitchen bear yes <laughs> amazing so helpful amazing uh, kept me grounded too. yes and just good <laughs> vibes always good to have happy vibes that are resilient during times of stress and and you know trying to stay on the, the clock and time timeliness with everything everything has a timeline of yes. course um and then we had volunteer support as well from ashley who um did food as medicine facials and we'll talk a little bit more about grace holistic skin in a moment and the things that the women learned um so she did a presentation and we actually got to participate in and then everyone got an eye serum and an oil-based um cleanser and then we also had and she was a fabulous volunteer and we also Brittany, had Brittany Brittany who was at our women's wellness workshop so at Texas Native that moved back from LA like during yeah the pandemic um and we just really enjoyed connecting with her at this event she taught our yoga class on, on Sunday Sunday and it was amazing it was the first class I've taken in a while since y'all moved out here really good deep restorative flow yeah. yes yeah. so it was so beautiful because all of the volunteers that were there to help us through literally everything and surviving through this all had their own kind of art to contribute yes. in the mix of everything which was beautiful and then we have to also shout out our other two 
San Antonio uh, ladies that helped out who were unofficial volunteers, yes. essentially. The Muffin Fairy Terry. Terry, yep. yep. <laughs> Just showed up and, and made muffins like before anyone was awake. And yes. I mean, had we, the kitchen we provided all the recipe yes. and had the plan, yep. but, but she like, I'll do it if I get up and the timeline. Really yes. <laughs> and then Alyssa was super helpful as well. They both had aprons on half the time yeah. and were in the kitchen active, hands in. Um, so it was really awesome having them contribute as well as like volunteer-ish, yeah. <laughs> lean volunteer. Yes. And yes. we love you all. And we know that you're loyal listeners. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So cool. <laughs> um, so connection is a big thing yes. that I think of. Um, and again, really deep connection with those that I knew on a more surface level, as well as just getting to know how people have learned about me and my work. And, and I think within that, some form of like validation was really great because having that synergy feedback was awesome. I loved all of the food as medicine stations. And so we did smoothie stations just like we did at the workshop. But this time we featured a peachy green smoothie with matcha and mm-hmm. lime. It was really bright and a beautiful flavor profile. Uh, and then we also did our one of our more famous, I guess, smoothies from the 10-Day Detox, the Cherry Nirvana smoothie, which is like a cherry milkshake. I think that that's a really good entry point of smoothie recipes for individuals that are resistant on making that a daily regimen. And y'all recently have just heard about you know the benefits of grass-fed whey and why we're such big proponents of incorporating our naturally nourished grass-fed whey because of the immunoglobulins and the antioxidants and the impact, in fact, that the high leucine and amino acid structure of whey being most bioavailable can actually build muscle mass and support metabolism independent of exercise. So we really laid down the foreground of that and and talked about also how grass-fed whey can be a great staple for households for children, supporting their developing immune systems as well as cognitive function and behavioral support and so much more because amino acids are precursors to our neurotransmitters. So the smoothie stations were fun. We also did another food is medicine workshop station where we did dips and we made my beet hummus in one station. We made a pesto in another station. And then we used part of that pesto as a dipper. We did big bowls of crudite with big leaves of romaine lettuce and cosmic purple carrots and bell peppers and cucumbers. And everyone got hands in on this to help to prep these beautiful bowls and set them up like floral arrangements, essentially. Yeah, there's some pretty pictures of them yeah. that we need to share. Yes. Those. And then um, we also did some of that dip as an option for the topping of our snapper that we made in our two hour, maybe it was three hours because it did get long, <laughs> uh, food is medicine cooking class that Saturday evening. So we had the option of a beurre blanc sauce or a pesto and a little bit of both that people were drizzling on their roasted asparagus or on their pan seared fish so that came together really beautifully and I think the big feedback that we heard everyone loved the food and it's this connection again that you can have mindful indulgences and you can eat nourishing while still really enjoying dynamic flavor profiles and food as medicine can be absolutely delicious. So we definitely brought that to life and we will share with you guys a little bit more of the menu. Yes. Um, But I want to hear Becky, what were a couple of your big highlights? Yeah. um, I loved our Friday night 
dance class. So after we had our live bluegrass band and welcome reception and barbecue, um, we danced under the stars, uh, which was just amazing. So we did Prana Shakti, our friend Jody led it. Um, and it was just so awesome to do that practice that I've been doing, you know, for couple of years now but do it outside yeah um, and see the stars it was just a beautiful like connection with nature and and women got really into it um you know as I was looking around because you know yes. there was no one looking at them it was dark no one was recording it you know it was just like a very connected like primal awesome experience yes and the closing of that night uh, we asked the question, you know, what do you need or what are you here for? Mm-hmm. But prior to doing that, when we closed out the movement, everyone was laying in like a savasana kind of mode on their backs, looking up at the stars and we cut all the lights from the house. So it was just really magnified. And we played a song by Beautiful Chorus. Um, I coordinated with Jody, who teaches the Prana Shakti with the playlists and every, everything from this weekend was painstakingly curated and thought through. Uh, but the closing song of that is by beautiful chorus and we'll link that song for you guys in today's write-up because it's just absolutely um beautiful and and the the song the mantra that they say over and over in, in that night was um please let me be brave that i may see my choices mm-hmm. clearly and it goes on for seven minutes <laughs> and it's just this like it's really wild because the next morning on Saturday when we opened things up again, um, we did a dance for freedom on the deck. And then we closed that circle um, as we moved on through the day and and shared what does freedom look like to me. And so kind of when I put together that thought process closing Friday night, it's like asking to be brave so that you can see your choices clearly because often we don't take that driver's seat approach of our life of understanding that we have a choice in many positions and that was a big theme of the weekend was mm-hmm. you know maybe you don't have a choice of the restrictions of your child's school but you have a choice with how you mitigate or offset those or you have a choice with how you shift your lifestyle or how you shift your childcare situation or how you shift your perspective to release anger and find like-minded individuals instead and lead with love. Um, And so that whole concept of letting us see our choices clearly, I think is really important and resonates, especially in a healing journey. If we're dealing with autoimmune disease or prediabetes or inflammatory bowel or anything new that kind of shakes us up and makes us feel victimized by the frame of our body, that empowerment through understanding clearly what choices we have and then asking for bravery within that, I think is a huge forward moving pulse of a healing process. Yes, totally. So that was a beautiful, beautiful night, beautiful way to close out our first night together. Um, And then my other highlights, I think the farm tour that we did at Hamilton Pool Vineyards. Um, So we did a wine tasting when we got there and then um we got to walk around and you know see their beautiful sustainable farm i don't know yeah. they're an organic farm or su- sustainable for sure mm-hmm. um farm and and um got a tour of their whole operations and then that culminated in learning to make herbal infusions which we got a lot of amazing feedback that everyone's like i need to get these herbs and start mm-hmm. making them um and um what was her name that Tammy. Tammy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a T. I, I like, think we're going to ask her to be we'll ask so her. She was just so knowledgeable, knowledgeable and, mm-hmm. and incredible about, you know, her knowledge, especially of 
herbs and the different properties and how easily you can incorporate Mm -hmm. these herbal infusions. So I really enjoyed that. I've been doing a lot of nettle infusions. We did nettle and oat pods. And it's so interesting because those are the two herbs that I would infuse at a a one-to-one ratio for a year and a half when I was living out in Seattle and when I was having really bad Raynaud's flares, um, the nettle being a blood builder and a Mm -hmm. vascular supporter. Also during my pregnancy, I incorporated nettle again. So I had taken a hiatus and then brought nettle back in. And oat pod is, um, the, the herbal name is Avena sativa and it's a nervine herb and it's very calming to the nervous system. So it kind of bathes that when you feel excitatory and wound up, it's a really calming property. Um, so we can link maybe a tincture on our Amazon store of those two. Um, I think that's a really great starting point using an actual tincture of nettle or a tincture of oat pod, and you can incorporate those into water. And then, um, you know, we'll probably be talking in a future episode about how to do from dry matter herbs, herbal infusions, but that's at least a way to start to experience these constituents. Totally. Um, and then I think my third favorite, um, was just Saturday night after, you know, a really busy jam-packed day and, and after the cooking class and, and, you know, everything in the kitchen was kind of like my baby of the weekend, just keeping it like running like a well-oiled chip and, and whatnot. And so I got to finally be like, okay, I can release, like all I have left to do is cook a brunch. I can do that in my sleep. Um, and got to be with everyone to do facials with Ashley from Grace Holistic Skin. And that was amazing and just so much fun. We got to, you know, do our oil cleanse and talk through all of the different steps of a regimen. Um, and I'll share in a moment um, some of our learnings maybe from that, but we all Let's did. Let's just do, yeah, that we now. do that now. Yeah. Let's just do that um, now. Someone had asked the question about like our favorite products and I was like, duh, Ashley's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they they asked that question. They were able to submit throughout the weekend. So they may have asked before the Saturday, <laughs> um, yes. before the, the Saturday facials, but we went through the entire you know, regimen um, of oil cleansing. And so essentially what you're doing is you're using like three pumps of her oil cleanser and she's got a couple different ones, one for more congested skin, one for more castor oil in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the one I've been using and and really loving. Um, And you put it on your face dry, which somewhere along the line, I started doing it wrong and Mm -hmm. realized it was like, I'm mixing oil and water. No wonder it's not working. Um, So you put it on dry and kind of massage. And you can um, do it with a full face of makeup. Takes off your eye makeup. Yeah. And then you hit it with a warm washcloth afterward and kind of, you know, work it in and, and exfoliate a little bit in that way. And I think that was a big learning for a lot of women of like, we're way over stripping our skin and, and yes. washing our faces too much. Mm-hmm. With harsh chemical cleansers or just cleansers that have alcohol in them, which are again, made to dehydrate. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about, especially as we're transitioning And to, you know, well, for me, into my later 30s, you know, we're talking about keeping skin turgid, keeping skin firm. Uh, So we're looking at, of course, like collagen synthesis and hyaluronic acid and some of these things. But the first step is, of course, nourishing the cells and uh, remembering that all cell membranes have this bilipid barrier. And so it makes so much sense to use an oil-based cleanser. And I think that that's like the biggest thing I'd share as a beauty tip with everyone is like, throw away your cleanser and use an oil-based cleanser. 
cleanser only. Um, and I had made mistakes in the past where I had tried using like just coconut oil mm-hmm. as an oil-based cleanser and learned from Ashley that that fat macromolecule is a little too large. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't penetrate as well as the blends. Um, so we'll definitely link the oil cleanser from Grace Holistic Skin. And then, right, that again, the concept of just like moving and creating circulation to drive nutrients to that tissue. So that kind of vigor of washing with the warm washcloth, which also that warm temperature is going to bring some vasodilation and, and be a carrier, if you will. Yep. And then this concept of as we're moving forward, using a hydrosol then to help as kind of a toner to, to tighten and firm and, and um, her hydrosols are beautiful infused herbs. So like one has frankincense and rose. Mm-hmm. I've been loving that one. Calendula one that mm-hmm. I really like and that can work. A couple of the ladies got a little too much sun. I was like, oh, just spray this on your shoulders. Yes. It'll be gone in Very the morning because that calendula is so soothing. I forget what else is, is in mm-hmm. that. Like, it might be calendula neroli or something yeah. like that. Something like that. Um, and, and then, then finishing with an oil yeah. serum. So then yep. you're really kind of closing things out and, and nourishing. And then what we did connecting the dots to the circulation and flow is gua sha. So we can also link, Ashley has, I know, an online gua sha tutorial. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, she talked about the importance of opening up the neck and being mindful of where um, lymph nodes and drainage points are. And um, I've actually started using gua sha a little bit on Stella because mm-hmm. she had a little fall at school um where her face hit a desk at like a 90 degree angle and so she had quite a shiner and i'm starting to notice that um by her uh, occipital bone um there's like a a divot and i'm like oh shoot we need to kind of break up Mm -hmm. that tissue and and help to kind of soften things out and so i've been guashing her cheek we play barbie makeup and she lets me spray the toner on and you know we just have a whole fun little mama and me process but this touch and connection to self also that happens with the circulatory flow and the you know rubbing of the cheeks and the mandible and stroking in the neck is another way to just kind of connect back into your body. And I think that that's a part also that when we talk about congested skin yeah. and stagnation, we just need movement. We yeah. need lymph movement and that comes from physiological stimulus. Yeah. And I think that was a big learning for me of like the gua sha, not just spot doing it. Like I would do it just under my eyes real quick. Yes. Um, I think I was A, being way too harsh and applying too much pressure. Ashley's like, it's a very light mm-hmm. touch. And she has this way of explaining things, um, but it's a very light touch. And you need to open up your neck first so that yes. everything can drain. And I always do that when I have more time to gua sha, but she's like, it's not going to go anywhere from your eyes if you don't open up the neck. So I think, yes, linking her gua sha or gooey shooey as Byron has been calling it. He's like, oh, oh my you're, gosh. you're doing that gooey shooey again. And guess what? Ashley told me I don't have to wash my face so much. I'm like, that doesn't mean you don't have to wash it ever, <laughs> sir. Um, oh so goodness. she had us wash at night and she's like, in the morning, like she said on the, our podcast, and, and yeah. again, I kind of forgot that too, um, not to wash your face the next morning because you've done all of that. You've got all of the like penetration of the goodness overnight. So you can just hit it with, you know, a warm washcloth in the morning to kind of wake things up. And everybody looked so glowy after yes. our facials. Yes, totally. It was awesome. And then woke up the next yes. day 
same thing for yes. sure. And I mean, just the vibes in the space. I'm thinking of when brunch was served and Fleet Foxes was playing and the sunrise on Saturday morning that I had Charlie Crockett playing. Like there was just such a beautiful flow of the weekend. So I kind of just want to walk like timeline yeah. and give love Let's to those that deserve recognition. Um, and so when we opened things up, we had bluegrass on the deck that overlooked a beautiful valley area in Dripping. Springs, Texas. And right out on the deck, we had that sponsored by Santa Cruz Medicinals. And we also had donation from Desert Door So Tall. So So Tall is a um, derivative. Well, it's a different plant completely than tequila, but it does grow in Texas and it grows in Mexico. And it's more of a grass versus a succulent. And um, Sotol is used, uh, fermented to make alcohol. It's a cleaner alcohol than tequila though, because tequila can actually have up to 50% corn. So when we're worried about things like GMOs and glyphosate residue, we know that Sotol is grown in more rural indigenous areas and as a more traditional crop that has not been hybridized and cannot by identity Sotol cannot have that corn in it. Um, so this is one way that we know when we're choosing a spirit. I know that as I've been drinking the Desert Door that I wake up with like no joint inflammation, no swelling, totally different experience than if I'm drinking a concentrate of, of alcohol per se. So that's been a big <laughs> awakening for me and a, a cool thing to explore. We made a like Paloma where we used grapefruit juice, lime juice, so tall. And then I took some raw and filtered honey and made a very diluted, simple syrup. So I basically just simmered water, like three cups of water to one cup of raw and filtered honey. And then there was like a quarter ounce of that mixture in each to just round it out. And then a lot of coarse salt. And um, so that was the Paloma that we had with the so tall or virgin. And then the whole deck space was sponsored by Santa Cruz Medicinals. And so Santa Cruz Medicinals had a guava CBD tincture out for us to top off our cocktail or mocktail and Santa Cruz Medicinals provided their calm caps for participants in a four capsule trial and they also gave each participant a vanilla CBD tincture. So the morning after in the coffee and matcha and tea bar, everyone was dosing their morning beverage with the vanilla to make mm -hmm. fun lattes. And then we had all of our Vitamixes out for a station to blend things up. So Santa Cruz Medicinals, much love and shout out to you guys. And y'all have been so supportive of the Naturally Nourished podcast as well. And I can't tell you how many testimonials I have from patients as well as listeners of the podcast that have started taking Santa Cruz Medicinal CBD and how much they notice an impact on their anxiety, their irritability. That's a big one that I hear from most yeah. people is like, oh, I'm less bitey. I am not in like this aggressive mode um, and depth and quality of sleep. So definitely something to consider layering into the mix. And then we had um, dinner out on that beautiful deck. It was fabulous weather. We had grass-fed brisket. We had uh, Force of Nature sausages. So this was another big sponsor of ours. They provided us all three flavors of their Force of Nature sausages. So we had wild boar, we had venison, mm -hmm. and we had bison. Yep. 
and all different beautiful flavor profile blends. So there was a jalapeno cheddar one in the mix um, and a lot of seasonings and spices that came together beautifully. Um, we had all three of those uh, flavor profiles out. I've already repurchased them. We're going to do a camp out on my property soon with friends. And it's like, duh, that's obviously what we're eating at the camp out is force of nature uh-huh. sausages. Um, so we love this company. They provide support for regenerative agriculture and they're big proponents like we are of this kind of snout to tail philosophy of eating all parts of the animal and using more of these regenerative or um, ancestral models of eating in the sense of, of course, incorporating bison and venison and such outside of just your mainstream grass-fed cattle. Um, And then they have ground sausage blends that incorporate organs. And so those are their ancestral blends. They have this in beef and bison and chicken. Um, And I have to say that the ground chicken is absolutely delicious. I'm not one to ever really think of or purchase ground chicken, Um, but the adding of the dark meat in there and then the adding of the organs makes it a lot more, of course, nutrient dense, but also much more flavorful Mm -hmm. and makes a really fantastic, um, you know, meatball to put like on a skewer. Um, We've done some cool ground uh, chicken dishes as well in a skillet, and it's been really fun to work with and a great way to get organs into my patients when I'm really working to try to get those B vitamins, CoQ10, and a lot of the nutrients that are, of course, most concentrated in the organelle. So uh, Force of Nature was an awesome partner, and they sponsored our lounge, which is where I did my lectures and um, where we recorded that live podcast. And um, I guess they also kind of sponsored the grill because they were the only thing we were throwing on the grill. And then in the morning Sunday brunch, we used their breakfast sausage as well. And and we had someone who on their form said that they only eat feathers and fins, meaning Sheep. chicken and yeah. fish. And not only did she eat the, what, what was the beet? Was it bison and the ground breakfast the ground, sausage? I believe was bison. I think, I think it was a bison that. venison blend, I think honestly. So too. Yep. And um, it was so funny because not only did she consume that, but then she ordered it like on the way home and then messaged us and, you know, her making breakfast for her husband. I was like, oh, I bet your husband We've was converted excited. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was pretty that cool. One, if that's a win for the retreat, yes. I would say. <laughs> and then to add some roughage into Friday night's feast, uh, we made two dishes from the anti-anxiety diet cookbook. So we had the cabbage jalapeno slaw, which is one of my favorites in the summer. And then also the summer salad with pickled onion. And that has this cumin lime vinaigrette. It's beautiful. It has avocado and cilantro. Um, and those worked really well. And then after my lecture, before we did the evening dance, Um, because I lectured after dinner time. And after that opening lecture, we did a mindful indulgence of chocolate dipped strawberries where we kind of meditated on the strawberry and talked about flavor profile and texture and so much more. Yes. That was so awesome. So, so fun. I think it was, yeah, bison and beef breakfast sausage. Oh, bison and beef. Okay. Yeah. And they have that color, right? Yeah. And they have a venison. They have a venison. And a wild boar chorizo. I've tried that one. That was yummy. And then the sausages we had, now that Becky pulled it up, was the bison and beef with jalapeno and cheddar. We had the venison and beef with uh, cherry and Mm -hmm. chipotle. That was fabulous as well. And then the wild boar and beef um, Lone Star blend. Um, All of them were fantastic. So definitely check them out. And we'll link all of our sponsors of the retreat on today's episode. And if we have a a affiliate code where you can actually save on your purchase, I'll be sure to include that as well. Will do. All right. 
then on to Saturday, yeah? So. Yes. So we said the muffin fairy brought muffins, <laughs> <laughs> made the muffins. We had all the ingredients for the blackberry orange zest muffins. So Terry made those. We had already made the morning of, before people had checked in on Friday, the chocolate pumpkin zucchini muffins, which were featured in our 12-week food is medicine ketosis meal plans, yes. which shout out to that. The meal plans have completed. And when you purchase them now, you will still get the option of, well, you'll get both ways, not an option, but you you will get them dripped to you once a week. You'll get a grocery list, a meal plan matrix, uh, seven plus new recipes and food is medicine, of course, as well as a weekly challenge. And then also now when you purchase it, you don't have to wait through all the weeks. You're going to get a compressed, essentially cookbook of all 12 weeks in one PDF file so that you can skip ahead if you want, or if you've already purchased, you're going to get that as a compressed option so that you can keep all those forever in one place versus yes. having 12 different files popping around your desktop. Yeah. And it came out to, I think a 207 page document. I'm like, we wrote a book. Yeah. Uh, we just did it, you know, at a slower um, kind of drip pace. And and I also actually included in the final weeks, the blackberry orange zest muffin recipe, because I thought that was a great cool. one. Um, and the matcha lime smoothie we were talking yes. about. Um, and the, the snapper with the beurre blanc is already in, in there. there. So yeah, um, a lot of the recipes featured are from the meal plan. So beautiful. Go and get it if you couldn't join us. Yes. And then beyond the muffins that we had to kick off the day as an option, we knew a lot of people, a lot of people intermittent fast and we needed to have a morning beverage bar rocking. So we had Peak Tea as a sponsor where they provided us their goddess matcha. They also provided some other infusions that were non-caffeinated. One was a hibiscus one. And then there was a nice evening tea, oh, a ginger digestif, mm-hmm. um, which was supportive after all of the good food and such. And then everyone in their bag, their swag bag also received, there was always something from all these vendors. So for instance, like I mentioned what Santa Cruz Medicinals gave, Force of Nature gave everyone a voucher for a purchase of a product. And then Peak Tea gave everyone um, samplers of seven different little sachets of peak tea flavors which was beautiful and then we opened our fond bone broth bar right away pretty much that morning so some people went right from sipping matcha or tea into bone broth and they brought their bone broth mugs into that um, lounge to hang out while I lectured and the bone broth bar went through four different flavors throughout the weekend and so we had this perpetual vat essentially of bone broth going at a station where there were coffee mugs and um, there were cute branded naturally nourished uh, supplement coffee mugs that said supplement the hustle and had the I believe in food is medicine logo on the front so that was fun to get pictures of everyone doing that and um then we busted into the smoothie stations and headed out to Hamilton Pool where we did the farm tour that Becky mentioned out there we had a charcuterie tasting from the Salumeria and these are our dear friends um, that we will be having on the Naturally Nourished podcast soon um, Dan and Kaz um, owners of Salumeria and they will be talking about the importance of happy meat or the quality of life of the animal as well as troubleshooting or discussing some myths out there on consumption of cured or processed meats and why they select to use for instance chard uh, as 
as their curing agent as opposed to other forms like celery salt and such. Um, They are just super intentional and purposeful from pasture to plate. So they actually raise the pigs from, you know, tiny piggies all the way through um, a longer lifestyle or age than most would be at slaughter. Um, But you'll get all the details and logistics from them in a couple weeks as they are probably going to be a guest in late May or early June on the Naturally Nourished podcast. Um, Everyone got tastings of four different types of charcuterie. And then we did another retasting on Sunday because it was kind of loud in the space where Kaz initially shared. And then everyone got... she had extra meat left over, so... And everyone wanted to eat it, yes. (laughs) And then everyone got um, two little saluminis um, or piggy sticks, as we endearingly call them, uh, which are just fabulous. Um, I'm a big fan of the salumeria. When we're talking about like a meat stick... I love that they provide texture and complexity of flavor. I always share that like when you're chewing one of the Salimaria piggy sticks, you have much more salivary release and there's much more of a primal eating experience. So that does create more satiety. It also upregulates the digestive process and it's just such a different experience than like a homogenous meat stick, yep. like chomps for instance, which is just all one texture, all one. Yeah, one. I can never go back yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> this is like you're eating real meat and it's yep. amazing and it they is. have like a tartuffle and which is a truffle flavor profile a pistachio and just such fun stuff but and noah loves them too we do the yes. just salt pork with him mm-hmm. um, and they've been a great like teething yeah kind of bridge and and he'll ask for them or, or pork rinds them. and picky yep. sticks are teething gold yep <laughs> for sure and I, I put those in stella's lunch yep. too so yep. she loves them absolutely Then we moved to the dips, as I mentioned, and then we had an official tasting with Dry Farm Wines, and I don't want to leave them out because they were a fabulous sponsor of this entire workshop, and they actually extended really throughout all of the days because on that opening day, we had Bolixer out, which is their botanical-infused dry wines, and some of them are sparkling and some of them are still. Um, Lower alcohol percent than even the Dry Farm Wines, which Dry Farm wines are already going to be lower percent alcohol than some of your big California cabs and especially the wineries in the U.S. where they add sugar Mm -hmm. to bop up that alcohol which also increases the hangover and the toxicity. No bueno there. Um, Dry farm wines are beautiful because they always lab test and so they're confirming that there is not residual high amounts of sugar. Um, That's why they're keto and paleo approved wines and they also test for glyphosate which is that toxin that we see in Roundup and then you know they work with these you know direct um, growers and producers and um, you know viniculture that have established for years hundreds plus many of them and um, these small families to direct um, curate quality wines and offer this in a subscription offering and so we had uh, three different wines that we did a wine tasting with and then we drank dry farm wines with that evening dinner on Saturday we had the Bolixer botanical blend so we had a dandelion blend um, we also had a rose infused red wine and an elderflower um, infused uh, sparkling which was beautiful and we had some of that left so Sunday's brunch we did pour a little bit of that as well and so they really held us through the entire weekend and yes everyone got two naturally nourished detox packs in their yes. bags to use yep. as a little bit of ground <laughs> coverage to support um, you know some some chose to overindulge some more than the others uh, but Either way, it was beautiful, non-toxic, 
really supportive food as medicine in the form of wine. So much love to Dry Farm and their team said that next retreat they're going to send out a rep okay. to be on site because they don't want to yeah. miss out. They saw all I the mean, fun. <laughs> it was really fun, and I'm sure they would be able to pronounce the names of the wines way better than you know our team. But yes. we, we gave it our darndest, um, yes. and that took us into Saturday night's cooking class, right? Yes. Um, and so the cooking class we um, kicked off, and so this was you know everyone had helped to prep at least the the crudite and the appetizers they were eating it was interactive in the sense that people like crowded around the bar of the kitchen and it was a nice big spacious kitchen um and um you know they could ask us questions and and kind of you know really be in the kitchen with Allie and I um and so we kicked off with doing the cauliflower pine nut salad from the anti-anxiety diet cookbook that's a crowd favorite totally um, where you you know deeply roast the cauliflower um, and uh, add some fresh herbs. It's got basil and parsley in there, a really nice champagne vinaigrette, um, and then it's got um, pine nuts on it for kind of a little bit of crunch and and texture. Um, so that was really finely beautiful. finely chopped yes. dates yeah, to just round yeah, yeah. out the yep. flavor. It's like there's something else mm-hmm. in there. Yep. It's that metabolic flexibility challenge. Yep. <laughs> yep. And like one date per recipe. Right. If I'm remembering, um, we had to make them in, you know, six times quantity plus, but yes. one date per recipe. So that will not, that will not hit your blood sugar too bad. Um, and then we also did a, um, roasted asparagus as the other veg with a really yummy Burblanc um, sauce. So, you know, Burblanc using butter, white wine, shallots, um, a little bit of white wine vinegar and kind of simmering that down um, and hit it with some lemon zest at the end there um, with the asparagus. Um, and then we did a pan-seared snapper. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to do fish in a large format. Yeah. Um, so we, Ali demoed how you would take the skin off the fish. We left the skin on for the majority mm-hmm. of the fish because that just presents better and, and gives a nice, you know, crunch when it's seared. And boosts um, your collagen. Yes. Totally. Yes. Uh, but Ali demoed, you know, for those who want to remove um, the skin and kind of walked through that process. Um, and then, you know, the, that had the option of the Burr Blanc sauce or um, for dairy-free, the pesto sauce. Um, and then for dessert, we did a Meyer lemon tart um, in a macadamia coconut crust and as I'm saying it I'm like this recipe probably needs to live somewhere because that's does. the only one that doesn't live anywhere it was so good and it had we put beautiful edible flowers yep. on it and served them in these small four ounce ball jars and just such a fan favorite so delicate and that bright acidity and the balance of having ample fat in that crust again pretty stabilizing for blood sugar especially in the portion that it was provided and just a really special, one of those things, you know, we always say like you eat with your eyes mm-hmm. and mindful indulgence, but it just had such a beautiful accent to kind of closing out the meal. And the whole kitchen was sponsored by Redmond yes. Real Salt. Yeah. So throughout the entire weekend, we talked a lot about toxicity and sourcing and choice. And, you know, that's one of the really big things that sets Redmond Real Salt aside from just choosing a pink salt or a mineral salt is knowing that Redmond Real Salt mines from caves in Utah. And so they're truly using ancient sea salt, salt that has been 
sequestered, if you will, from hundreds or thousands of years ago. And um, thousands for sure, actually, maybe millions, actually, when I look at the like fossils on my property and I'm like, oh, this is from when the Gulf of Mexico was over here. So I don't know how many years, lots of years, ancient, (laughs) long enough to use the word ancient, hey? Um, And so when we're looking at that, we can actually ensure that we're not only getting the 80 plus trace minerals of a quality ancient salt, but we're not getting the microplastics that we're seeing in, you know, nowadays, if we're pulling sea salt, we're going to be getting a lot of contaminants in that product as well. Um, so that's why we're a really big fan of that's really the salt brand that I use in my kitchen. So it was really cool having them sponsor the kitchen. The pan seared snapper was really a highlight for this because we just liberally coated with salt and a little bit of cracked black pepper. And we had bowls of salt crystals or salt rocks out as well that they provided us. Everyone got salt shakers and a really cool challenge of tasting the difference of the Redmond Real Salt um, versus uh, table salt. And it was non-iodized. I think it was maybe just a sea salt versus the Redmond Real Salt to do a taste comparison. And then the salt rocks and crystals. We do talk about this a little bit next week in the podcast because it became a silly thing. I'm smiling as I'm talking about it. Um, But Becky and I are both both like still regularly using our salt rock. Uh, This is something that basically, again, was like mined from the Redmond Real Salt Caves. And it's a really great way to get salt when you need it. And remember that often when we're feeling or experiencing cravings or we're feeling fatigued or brain fog, often we just need an electrolyte boost. And so you can actually lick the salt crystals, we were all like laughing that we need like a little extra pocket or a fanny pack or a, a rope of sorts, uh-huh. a hemp necklace <laughs> to hold There's our salt, salt crystals. Yep. Um, but it's funny because I've seen even women like in their carpool line with their kids being yep. like, if you know, you know, and t- trying to tag me on Instagram and showing their, their salt rock. So we'll link that exact product from mm-hmm. Redmond Real Salt. Yeah, they, they um, sell them. Yep. They're At first sale. I thought it was just like a pretty display of the salt. Yeah. And then someone's like, oh, you can lick them. And I was like, give me that adrenals <laughs> need amazing it. <laughs> yeah and you know i mean you also can display them in your kitchen mm-hmm. and just like you know himalayan salt rock lamps and such they help ionically to sure. support you know cleansing the environment and such and are antimicrobial so i think a great thing to have in a bowl in a kitchen just because they're beautiful yeah. but also you might want a little rock pet um <laughs> to keep in your pocket and you could also use it to make soul water which basically would be um infusing this salt crystal with water. Um, so ideally you're using purified or spring water. You're going to put the lid on. Some will say put it out in the sunshine or in the moon, um, but you want to l- let it sit at least a couple hours or maybe infuse overnight. And then you can mix, you know, a teaspoon or a tablespoon of that soul water into your morning glass of water or into your water bottle throughout the day to just help to keep that boost of electrolytes. Yes. I'll just keep licking my rock. I keep it on my desk now and I've been showing it. Usually I show my like Redmond shaker to clients, but now I'm showing them the the upgrade of the pet rock. So all participants got the shaker (laughs) and also an organic seasoning blend. We love their seasoning salts as well. And then we used the Redmond uh, Real Salt toothpaste uh, in all of the bathrooms. So we left that for all of the participants to use and play with. Um, They have some with clay. They have some with colloidal silver. So really great regulation of that oral microbiome without the, um, you know, uh, 
um, additives and, and stabilizers and fluoride that we want to avoid in the oral products. Yes. So that was Saturday night, yes. right? And then we Did talked about the facials pretty yeah. thoroughly. Yeah. Facials so happened that after that. that. Uh, and, and then Sunday, we opened with the yoga class that Becky mentioned with Brittany, which was just beautiful. We did a demo of our electrolyte limeade, which features our relax and regulate. And we can link that YouTube video for sure. Let's also link the fish preparation video. Yeah, yeah. Um, of, we did a black drum on the YouTube channel, very similar preparation to the snapper that we did for this class. And then um, the bone broth bar was rocking again. We had brunch with a sweet potato hash, the force of nature sausage patties, and did a big um, poached egg. Uh, let's talk about how you did that in muffin tins, because I think that's a cool kind of um, brunch hack. I call it party poaching the eggs. So many Ooh. people came up and they're like, I need to know how to do this. I'm like, it's so easy. Because um, I used to chef yoga retreats back in the day before I became a, a dietitian and I learned this trick. But essentially what you do, and, and this would be a great one, I guess this episode is post-Easter, but for any <laughs> any brunch, um, I think I'll do it for our Easter brunch. Um, but essentially all you do is you take a muffin tin, um, you want to hit it first with a, like an avocado oil spray just for the non-stick because eggs can get pretty, you know, sticky. Um, and then you add a tablespoon of just, you know, water into each muffin tin. So a tablespoon of water into each tin. You crack a single egg into each muffin tin hole um, and then, you know, salt and pepper to your liking. You pop that in the oven at 350 for about like 10 to 12 minutes. Um, and then you can just easily remove them with that slotted spoon. So this is a way to make poached eggs that you don't have to like agonize over the Love stove. Um, I know personally, I'm not great at, at poaching eggs in water. So this could even be done on a, a smaller scale of like six poached eggs for just you and, and your family or, or eight for a family of four. Um, but super easy and, and just looks really uniform and pretty. Yeah, they turned uh, out jammy. Yep, yep. They were you want to watch that yolk, make sure you don't overcook it. Um, but otherwise, you know, fabulous. Um, and so that went on top of the sweet potato hash with the force of nature patty. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, so it was just a really wonderful weekend. It was awesome to see also all these brand partners come together that I talk about all the time and allow women to directly engage with them, experience them. So just so much love, again, to everyone that's been mentioned. And also, we had a donation of Buddha's Brew, and they provided us kombucha, as well as sparkling water kefir, which was awesome to give that microbiome boost and um, a little rest from alcohol consumption for some. Uh, Blue Jug uh, out of Wimberley did our water. So we had alkaline purified water throughout the entire time, and that was fabulous. We went through, I believe it was four or five-gallon containers of water because we all all stay really hydrated. And then we also had a contribution from Good Stuff Cacao. They provided like these really beautiful um, swag bag donations of cacao uh, chocolate bar pieces that are made with raw honey. So no soy lecithin, no added sweetener other than that raw honey. And then us ourselves naturally nourished we had a supplement bar which was pretty cool so beyond having the detox packs in the bag we also had adaptogen boost in everyone's bag as an individual give and then we gave uh the 
uh, electrolyte demo with the relax and regulate, but set up in the main room, we had GI lining support, CoQ10, we had uh, Brocco detox out there, we had, let's see, what were some of the other big players? Inflammazine. Targeted strength. Targeted um, strength. Definitely more relax and regulate, and everyone was hitting that at night. Um, Yes. What else was yeah. on there? A I mean, we others. had 10, yeah. I think 10 yeah. featured supplements for people to be able, oh, Boost and Burn yeah, was out yeah, yeah. there. The ones that were more kind of experiential. Sure. Um, yeah. And so we had the anti-inflammatory support with the Inflamazyme and, and, and all across the board. And that was really fun engaging with the women that were trying things and then had particular supplement questions. And at the end of the event, when we did our live Q&A, we featured a lot of supplement questions in my final lecture prior to the Q&A yeah. episode as well. Yes. Um, and then um, while we're just loving on our, our sponsors, I want to throw Branch Basics into that mix um, because, you know, after all that cooking, we had to, you know, clean the kitchen. Yes. Um, and so they provided not only, you know, cleaning supplies uh, and dish pods, which I was gonna are say, the dishwasher pods are the bomb. Out, but I'm, I'm waiting um, until I can, I'll have to check the website again to see if I can get them. Um, but they were great. They worked super well everything was sparkling for months and they're oh, fabulous yeah so they give us <laughs> they gave us dish pods and then um we had their uh cleansers that of course we diluted to various you know from the general purpose kitchen cleaning to the more concentrated grease to the less concentrated for glass and um every bathroom had their foaming hand soap um so that was really fantastic and we'll link the podcast with allison evans who is uh founder, CEO of Branch Basics and hear about her story as well as the importance of, you know, combing for toxins in your cleaning products. So literally, again, everything was absolutely intentional, purposeful, curated from start to finish, from how we cleaned the house (laughs) to the food we prepared, to the music that was played and so much more. And I know that the next question that we really are going to get and one that did pop up was, are you guys going to do it again? And the answer is probably. Um, We probably will be doing it again, but probably we'll be announcing it in the spring of 23 and it'll probably be for like early summer. We might do a pre-early announcement, um, you know, in the new year, but we'll probably give a good three to six months instead of like two month notice (laughs) because we did hear a lot of FOMO from people that were like, oh, I just didn't get enough heads up or we had spring break as a family. And so um, we're kind of looking at maybe considering the summer as a timeline and just picking a weekend and putting on the calendar and giving you all a little bit more time to jump on it. Yeah. Um, All right. So do we want to cover any of the lecture content a little bit? Um, Because we did more than just eat the whole we can we swear um maybe let's talk about just the um resilience plan that you had participants working on all weekend and and um just how you wove this concept of resilience throughout the retreat yeah so there was both that concept of like i said freedom and um being brave and understanding our choices i think which is a huge part of it um but yes i lectured for six hours <laughs> i talked a lot only um, six and are you sure probably more i mean i was I on was more non-stop you added a bonus lecture in yeah, there at the winery <laughs> i pulled up under some oak trees with a blanket and said whoever wants to come sit down and hang out we're going to talk about things uh so yeah i mean it was pretty non-stop and 
um, you know, high powered functional medicine information, but I wanted to make sure that everyone left with a, a tangible resource. And so in my materials, as we lectured, I had everyone working on developing this resilience plan. And, you know, the word resilience essentially is the capacity to recover from difficulties or toughness. And, you know, I, I shared how, of course, these last two years have been quite the trajectory or um, accelerated course, if you will, in resilience, because there's been a lot of dynamic chaos going on. Um, and we talked about exploring stressors and chaos, both, you know, what is a direct influence or an indirect, um, what's going on in our environment exogenously or outside of the body. And we unraveled items that were impacted by pandemic policy, like exposure to chemical sanitizers and toxins. And some of these things are still going on in people's workplace. And so something, a place to really advocate for ourselves when we're looking at the impact on our endocrine disruptors, you know, thinking of what type of letter can we write to our HR department to advocate to trade off for a non-toxic cleanser like hypochlorous acid or branch basics as a product, for instance, or hydrogen peroxide, which, you know, has been shown to be effective in SARS-CoV-2 and acknowledged by EPA um, as well as the CDC to be efficacious or effective without the harmful effects of quaternary ammonia or um, bleach. So this kind of brings to mind, I think in that episode where we said um, keeping our children safe, mm -hmm. we talked about chemical cleansers. And I think there's one more that we'll link as well. It might be, on it and it might be, yeah. yeah, we can link the blog where you can advocate because I'm telling you from um, frequent miscarriages, infertility, um, ADHD, respiratory distress, leaky gut, there are so many clients that are being impacted by exposures to these external environments. And, and these are really a place that we need to start advocating for. Um, we talked about impact of fear and the impact of media and announcements in the grocery store and how we can actually sometimes be impacted by other people's energy uh -huh. and how, you know, we are all connected and feeding off of each other and how an EKG can read upwards of six feet out the electrical charge of the body. And so if I'm sitting in the room next to Becky and I close my eyes and I'm really in tuned and I'm upregulating the senses that are suppressed, um, I can really feel then her body physically next to me. And what does that do to humanity? Humanity thrives on these Venn diagrams and overlaps of energy, of connectedness of each other. And that's why we have influence from compounds like oxytocin when we hug, when we connect, when we touch. And oxytocin is not just a landing gear for our stress response, but it plays a huge role in our hormonal balance. So we talked about these exogenous environmental influencing factors. Uh, we talked about endogenous impacts. So, you know, how is our cortisol responding to various areas of um, chaos? How are our sex hormones responding? How is our microbiome in our gut? You know, we've talked about how stress alone can sterilize the microbiome, which can create opportunity for dysbiosis and more of that adrenaline fight or flight response. We've talked about how stress can drill holes in the gut and perpetuate leaky gut and drive chronic inflammation and so much more. So each individual actually used a handout from our adrenal rehab program. And if this is resonating with you, I would say that that's the best thing that you could purchase as you await the next retreat. 
the adrenal rehab program was kind of put together on the heels of me launching the anti-anxiety diet um, between me putting out the anti-anxiety diet cookbook. And um, it was really a interactive form of how to regulate your HPA axis and how to use food as medicine to support chronic stress demands. And so the material that we used from there was this handout called um, Downloading Your Drivers of Stress. And it's a worksheet in that program, Adrenal Rehab. And we could give them the code for $100 off. So you can use the code Adrenal99 and get that program for just $99. And it's evergreen, so you'll have access to it forever. And this material helps us to really understand our allostatic load. And so this is, again, that kind of concept of we only have so much room for stressors. And even a good stressor, like lifting an arm weight or cryotherapy or sauna, if overused or overabused, can create distress or imbalance in the body. Um, so we talked about, you know, what stressors do we select? What stressors do we not have the ability to select, but we need to maybe, maybe we can't modify that stressor, but we can modify our perspective of that stressor with the concept of getting our body to a safe place and out of survival, fight or flight response and into secure and safe because that helps to drive the regulatory part of our HPA axis, which is where our metabolism is managed, our circadian rhythms, our energy and sleep cycles, our sexual hormones, our um, inflammatory response, and so much more. So we really kind of honed in on this. And in our worksheet, we were able to identify um, top stressors. And then we had a section for the ones that I can edit um, are going to be modified with these action steps. And we even identified that this could be incongruency as a driver of the stress response. So maybe it's an, an distance between your self-image or your vision or your dream, or maybe it's a, an, an imbalance or not a lineup of your parenting desires and external societal norms or school guidelines. Maybe it's incongruency within yourself where you envision yourself as a calm, compassionate person, but you're bitey and irritable. Mm -hmm. And so you don't feel like yourself. And that stress of knowing that you're not being your best self can be very debilitating and really drive chronic illness and disease. I just did a reel on Instagram about how you, you can't, hate yourself to wellness. You have to find a way to make peace with the present. Um, and so for those variables that we couldn't modify immediately, we talked about working through negative self-talk, um, trying to edit for more passive or positive, and um, really removing any of those harmful effects of nocebo or the, the negative thoughts can harm our body, as well as being mindful of external vibration that can often shake up the nervous system and separate ourselves from the deep knowing of what we need. Yes, totally. Um, and what else was on that worksheet? What else so, did they yeah. so we put dug in their plan? So we dug into, you know, understanding where our, our internal self-talk is. Um, and so, you know, is it non-existent? Is it negative? Is it worrisome? Is it overactive? Um, we talked about what fortitude looks like to me for each individual. And so they got to kind of 
envision that and and claim that. Um, We downloaded some of our intentions that we released at dance class and, you know, the what do I need? What is my greatest barrier to freedom? um, And how we will find fluidity to barriers. And then we had kind of a manifestation I am statement, um, which was really beautiful. We ended up breaking into pairs, um, not people that traveled together. So we kind of scrambled people up and had them share the bottom part of this page. So, you know, what they need, what their barrier to freedom is, how they're seeking fluidity in the I am. And that was really awesome to just hear individuals affirming their intentions and allowing them to just be heard or received by another person. Um, And there was a lot of kind of toggling and um, group think and um, application of uh, sisterhood, really, of, of just kind of holding space for each other to share, be vulnerable, and um, make really big, brave choices um, to really manifest resilience in their own bodies. And then, then we had some, you know, more, um, I guess. Uh, didactic or objective components where yeah, we had concrete, in the resilience. Yeah. Yes, like my resilient supplements that are going to be in, in this plan, um, a lab that I'm going to consider for resilience and fortitude. And during times of illness, this is my resilience go-to. And so it was a really awesome um, support. And um, I can't wait to do it again. Yes. The whole the whole weekend was awesome. And um, let's take some Q&As so we can let's, wrap up. Let's do it. <laughs> so we answered the, we'll do another retreat. Yes, we're pretty sure we've recovered enough, I think. Yep. We also <laughs> this point. answered the question about uh, products. Yeah. So we can it's move Ashley. on to menopause <laughs> and inflammation. Yes. Yeah. Um, explain the relationship with hormones and increased blood markers like highly sensitive CRP. All right, so we have two podcasts to link that are going to be supportive, and they're pretty recent. So we have episode 278, Aging Gracefully, and then we also have episode 280, Why You Need Estrogen. But there is a pretty robust amount of research out there showing that inflammation can actually increase during menopause, and this is due to the decline in estrogen, um, as well as decline in overall hormone. Mm -hmm. So estrogen is actually anti-inflammatory. We always say, you know, that's why we had the two-part episode of why you need estrogen, 280, and then 281 on estrogen dominance. Because I think often in the um, kind of functional medicine world or or health-minded individuals, they think, you know, estrogen bad. Um, But estrogen is anti-inflammatory, and it has a lot of beneficial influence on bone health, as we discussed in that episode 280. So, you know, when the body is in an inflamed state, we know that our T cells will actually recruit and prolong the life of the osteoclasts, which break down. They actually upregulate interleukin-6, and the osteoclasts will break down bones more than they should. So they're not going to be counteracted, and this can create more osteopenia or osteoporosis. Now, when estrogen levels are optimized, estrogen can actually inhibit this interleukin-6, which would then stop that osteoclast process or reduce the bone breakdown occurrence. And we know that as estrogen levels decrease, they can sensitize the bones to the effect of the parathyroid hormone or the PTH. And this can also increase the effect of bone resorption or bone breakdown. So there's a connection in both the mechanism of inflammation as well as on the uh, receptor sites and the impact of the PTH hormone. And then we know also that as we see estrogen levels go down, 
We also know that there are serum influencing factors with bone, so our estrogen receptor modulators and how these can impact, and that's why we see osteopenia and osteoporosis more pronounced in women than in men, and the most kind of high-risk time of presentation is in this menopausal time stamp. And um, when we're talking about hormones, we really want to make sure that we have enough juice in the tank or enough hormone for, again, regulatory function of the body. So we see that DHEA, which is that precursor hormone made by the adrenal glands, DHEA can actually turn into estrogen as well as testosterone. And when DHEA levels are suppressed, this can further interfere with bone health because DHEA can actually preserve bone mass as well as muscle mass. And this is where we really connect that impact of DHEA as a metabolic tool. And that's often when I'm reviewing a Labrix Neurohormone Complete Plus panel And we'll link this lab because if you're dealing with perimenopause, menopause, um, infertility, hormone imbalance, PCOS, endometriosis, or things just aren't right with your menstrual cycle, this is the panel to run because this is going to tell us where your adrenals are at with a four-point cortisol, where your DHEA level is at, as well as where your estrogen and testosterone and progesterone are at. And so I wouldn't supplement with DHEA on its own without knowing a value. Um, But I always tell women when I see it really low, I'll say, oh, you know, you're going to probably first see a little bit of impact on your muscle mass. And if you're, you know, using some weight-bearing exercise, you'll start to actually see some muscle tone. And then you'll also start to see less brain fog. And you'll notice some significant kind of brain stem cell impact from the DHEA, which is huge, as well as stress. Speaking of resilience, you get a lot more resilience when DHEA is optimized, when DHEA is too low, it's like a stretched out rubber band where you want to curl up at times of stress versus take stress on. Yeah. Um, And then beyond the bone piece of the puzzle, we also see that declines in estrogen can drive inflammation of our joints and cartilage, right? Yes, for sure. And, you know, there's other mechanisms of action. So we know that estrogen not only can inhibit the interleukin-6, but it can also inhibit the cyclooxygenase-2, which is COX-2. And this is when we're looking at how super turmeric works, as well as how NSAID drugs work. They're often COX-2 inhibitors. Um, And so when we're looking at one of those mechanisms of preventing the bone um, inflammation, that's where I would really lean to super turmeric for the effects. And especially maybe we need super turmeric in higher amounts as estrogen levels are changing. Um, We've seen with muscle also that um, there's going to be reduced muscle mass with age in general, but definitely women have more sarcopenia impact than men, um, likely because of the lower overall testosterone. And then if it's a stressed woman, they might have suppressed DHEA as well. And estrogen can actually inhibit neuroinflammation. So we can see a big impact even in brain health and degenerative disease. We know that estrogen can actually protect against conditions like brain fog. And um, we see the impact on the microglia cells in the brain. Okay. And then beyond all that, we also can see um, changes in the way that our body stores and gains weight in menopause, yes. which can have an impact on inflammation as well. Chicken and egg, chicken and egg. Totally. Right? Yep. So we gain more visceral fat, which is more pro-inflammatory, closer to the organs. And um, we know that abdominal adiposity or obesity, and especially the centralized obesity, will increase in postmenopausal women. And this itself can drive up levels of um, um, adipo, adipo, 
cytokines, which are cytokines made by our adipocytes or our body fat cells. And these include C-reactive protein, interleukin, and tumor necrosis felt factor alpha or TNFA in those adipocytokines. So the fat cells themselves drive inflammatory process. So what can you do about it is the question. We just said all of the problems in the picture. I already kind of teed up super turmeric because that's going to help to both reduce that interleukin-6 as well as directly the COX-2 and be an overall anti-inflammatory and antioxidant supporter. So that'd be a big go-to um, to bring C-reactive levels down or that overall Overall inflammatory score down as well as the aches and pains associated with inflammation. I would also look at our Brocco Detox, which will support healthy estrogen metabolism and has a high antioxidant, um, that superoxide dismutase impact that we see from the sprout of the broccoli. Um, and Brocco Detox is going to be superior to um, having sprout itself because there's that myoracinase impact, um, which is the enzyme that aids in the bioavailability of the sulfur-containing compounds that are unique and have been shown these widely supportive anti-inflammatory, antioxidant-rich effects. Um, so that'd be probably the second go-to, and we include that in our women's hormone bundle for that mm -hmm. reason. Um, and then I would bring in vitamin D balance blend. You know, vitamin D, again, is such a regulator and a pro-hormone, especially if we're talking about bone health. That would be something to consider. Um, in the world of bone health, I would definitely look at the osteofactors yes. yeah, yeah. as well. So we're getting that MCHC form of the biologically available calcium to go into the bone. And then that vitamin D balance blend with the K1, K2 further supports that use of calcium because when estrogen is impacting the PTH or the parathyroid hormone, this can also impact calcification of soft tissues. So it's kind of a higher risk time to make sure that your vitamin D is balanced with that K1, K2. And um, you might even consider cellular antiox to throw into the mix because cellular antiox can reduce calcification of soft tissues while actually supporting bone and joint inflammation. It is a powerful antioxidant with glutathione and NAC, um, so really supportive of whole body health and would definitely play a role to reduce pain. So we use that in our anti-inflammatory bundle along with super turmeric and EPA DHA extra. Okay. Whoa. That was a long Q&A answer. It was. Let's try to make the next one. more. One. I feel like we can only do one more okay. and then we'll do a whole other episode where we don't talk about the women's wellness retreat and, and we, we just do Q&A. Because these are good questions that I want to answer. So let's see. Do you want that one? That let's one? Let's do this one. Okay. Um, this question just said Botox, fillers, PRP, question mark. Okay. Um, <laughs> So we did cover Botox and fillers a little bit and also um, Aging Gracefully Part 2, Episode 278. So we will link that. Um, but, you know, the big thing as far as Botox and fillers is why would we inject something that has a toxic influence on the body into the body? So we know that Botox is truly a neurotoxin. That's part of the mechanism of how it works to freeze your face, essentially, um, or hold it in place by killing a nerve, essentially. Um, and so 
that really doesn't make sense when we're talking about the importance of neurological function for whole body health, um, when we're talking about the impact of our neurological function for brain, as well as our neuromuscular system and such. Um, I just think that that's one that I, I don't see a big cost to benefit on. Um, fillers also, when we're looking at the ingredients that are in fillers, a lot of these can disrupt our endocrine or hormonal system um, and also can build up in the body. Um, the body won't clear them. And um, in particle types that um, really, again, are kind of experimental and don't belong in the human body, aren't made by nature, are synthetic, and um, may not be metabolized favorably and could cause inflammation and uh, risk factor of even tumors we can see with fillers. So definitely would watch out for both of those areas of focus. And I'd rather work like stimulation and circulatory flow right. and the gua sha and feeding your face with nourishing uh, serums and such to get that resilience we're looking for. Now in the world of PRP, um, PRP is used when we're looking at um, a stem cell regeneration or repair process. And what does the PRP actually stand for? Platelet-rich plasma. Okay. So we're looking at, you know, the platelets in our blood and we're going to draw blood from the arm. Um, it's placed into a machine that's going to separate platelets from the rest of the blood and then re-injected into the part of the body that has, you know, um, injury or that we're looking to rejuvenate. Sure. So Becky shared um, in the uh, pre-recording of this that that's called apparently a vampire facial. Yes. You've probably seen Kim Kardashian's face before and after. Kind I don't of even thing. know these um, things. I'm so dissociated <laughs> from I used pop to have culture. a client who would come in immediately after like her session for PRP was like right near our, our old office in Houston. And I'd be like, hey, your face is bleeding. Are you okay? <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, she swore by it. And I think of the three that we're talking about, um, not to say this is less invasive, but it's at least only your own blood versus a foreign substance. And I'm Fair. I'm on board with it for a joint and I've seen Definitely. good outcomes, especially when you're considering like do this or do a major invasive surgery. Right. So I've seen PRP outcomes with um, like rotator cuff, yeah, knee um, joints. So we're talking about ligaments and such. I think that that's definitely a, a good investigative consideration. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of medical literature behind this. Um, and so the um, FDA, it is FDA approved, but we just don't have a lot of I guess, complex studies and, you know, comparison to double-blind randomized clinical trials. Um, but there is high demand. There's strong, um, you know, success stories or testimonials out there. And that'd be one again, yes. If we're talking about chronic inflammation, maybe as a trial prior to, um, you know, doing a surgery, that or stem cell from your own body would be something to consider. Sure. And for the face, I've seen it a lot used with like deep cystic acne scarring um, okay. and with, with good success. So, I mean, certainly, you know, probably less intensive than like some of the lasers and like, you know, sloughing sure. off multiple layers of, of skin and some of the intense stuff that we've seen people do. So that's a maybe, I think, is is our answer on that one. We need yes. more information, but yes. I don't think we're going to do it, but maybe no. for this question asker. <laughs> right. And I would say, you know, again, think of things like the inflammasome, which has the proteolytic enzymes, which will help with tissue buildup and repair, again, both for the rotator cuff as well as for the cystic acne. If we're talking about um, fibroid on tumor or uterine fibroid, that'd be another kind of go-to in mm -hmm. that department as well. Yep. 
So we will be linking some resources on the YouTube channel for y'all. We will be linking all of the sponsors of the Women's Wellness Retreat um, with mad love to all of them. And we hope that you guys will enjoy exploring them as much as our participants of this weekend did. Um, We'll also include discount codes for all of you because everyone loves a discount. And um, we hope that y'all enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned. Sometime early next year, we will be sharing updates and dates for our 2023 Women's wellness retreat and until then we will be chatting with you once a week every monday on the naturally nourished podcast thank you for listening to the naturally nourished podcast visit our blog at allymillerrd.com for recipes wellness tips and food as medicine meal plans Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.